Welcome in, everybody. It is episode 34 of the King of Sports Podcast with me, Andrew Kay. I know this episode is coming out on a Wednesday. It should be out Wednesday or Thursday. I, I can't ever remember when it pops up on iTunes and all the other uh, platforms. But we're here again. It's Wednesday. I had to take a day off again. Uh, I had been feeling under the weather Monday and Tuesday. Um, but I'm back now. So we're here. We'll talk about um, the Women's World Cup. And why it is great to be an American right now, especially if you like soccer. Uh, Two things going on there. We'll talk about those a little later. We'll talk about some baseball, um, some things that happened with the the Los Angeles Angels, and the connection, you know, to Cedar Rapids that part of what happened has a connection to Cedar Rapids. We'll talk a little bit about the Mariners, how they're doing um, after they have traded Edwin Encarnacion. It's been a few weeks now. Um, and we'll kind of take a look at the standings there. We'll talk a little bit about NBA free agency, what uh, is going on there. Has Kai, Kawhi, almost Kyrie, has Kawhi made a decision yet? We don't know. We'll find out. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about some other sports, maybe. We'll kind of get it worked out there. Um, and I'll give you a little preview, it looks like, into um, this Saturday's final home game for the Cedar Rapids Inferno on their first season in the UP, UPSL. So uh, we'll jump right into baseball. We'll just kind of get that out of the way. Um, an unfortunate situation happened with the uh, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, a rival team in the AL West, a rival team to my Mariners oftentimes. Um, unfortunately, they did lose a pitcher. Um, I believe it was earlier this week and over the weekend. Um, unexpectedly, no cause of death yet, but Tyler Skaggs passed away. He was 27. Um, he's a heck of a pitcher the couple times I'd seen him pitch. I think he pitched against the Mariners a couple times. Um, very good pitcher. Um, and he has kind of a connection to Cedar Rapids in that he played for the Cedar Rapids Colonels, um, I believe, for a year or two. He, at the time, they were a um, Los Angeles Angels uh, affiliate, and he played at the same time as Mike Trout did. Um, they actually stayed with the same host family here in Cedar Rapids, um, which, if you're curious about that too, my fiance did do a story on um, the news station that she works for. Um, if you follow me on Facebook or Twitter or something, you can always find it there. If you're curious, you can send me a message or tweet me at KingSportTSPN if you want to see the story, but I'll give you a little bit of it. Um, unfortunately, they're not sure why he passed away, as I said. Um but he had ties here, you know, with a host family. They were very involved with him. You know, they talked to him. They sent him texts. They'd watch, you know, his every time he'd pitch, um, they'd send him, you know, hey, good game text. They were invited to his wedding and things like, you know, things like that. Um, and and they were, you know, attached to him in that sense. And so it's hard for a host family like that to lose somebody that they have built a friendship with and almost are considered like family too. Um so that's got to be rough there. Of course, it's rough for his family, and of course, it's rough for the entire Angels organization to lose, you know, a, a, a very, very good, <clears throat> as as I considered him, I considered him a, to be a dominant pitcher. Um, but and I know it's been tough for them. They they ended up not playing the game the the day of. Um, they ended up playing the next game. There was a moment of silence. They played a home game. They had his number forty five on his jerseys. On their jerseys as a patch, they had 45 behind the, um, on the mound. 
you know, a friend of his from another team normally wears, I think, 44 or 43. He wore 45 in honor of his friend. So kind of a rough time in the baseball world. It's it's tough. I, it, it's nice to see the whole baseball community and that rally together um, to kind of throw their support towards a team. And normally I'm like, oh, I don't really like the Angels. They, they are a thorn in my side as a Mariners fan. But, you know, things like this are bigger than baseball. And it's more important to you know, throw your support towards that team because they're always, it's always tough to rebound from that. And it's tough for the angels organization too, as well, because 10 years ago they lost another pitcher, um, in a car accident with a DUI, his Nick Adenhart, um, Adenhart, I think is his name. He also too played here at the Colonels. I believe his number is retired with the Colonels, but he's got a kind of a little memorial out in the outfield. Um, so it's kind of rough for the Colonel's organization. Those have been here for a long time and knew both of them. Um, and it's rough for the angels organization, you know, two pitchers in 10 years, you know, die basically 10 years apart or I shouldn't say die, pass away, uh, two years apart or 10 years apart. And it's, it's, it's tough on an organization to lose players in that way. So, um, very bummer thing, but, we're going to move on to happier things. So you can always do your research, look into Tyler Skaggs, good pitcher, unfortunate situation. Um, but as we move on, we're getting closer and closer to the all-star break. Um, I think, let's see, when is the MLB all-star game? We got to look and see when the all-star game is. It's coming up here. It is Tuesday, July 9th. So next Tuesday, we're going to have an all-star game, babies, ladies and gentlemen, Babies, babies and ladies and gentlemen, you know, babies listen to this this story, uh, listen to this podcast too. <laughs> um, it'll be in Cleveland, which is cool. And I know Daniel Vogelback for the Mariners is in. Um, let's see who's in the home run derby. I think we had, um, I don't know. I know there was a lot of people pushing for um, Daniel Vogelback to be in there. But we'll see who's in the Home Run Derby. Um, Home Run Derby bracket revealed. Okay, it should be out now. Um, There's a million-dollar prize involved in the Home Run Derby now, so we'll see. Um, They knew six contestants, which was Christian Yelich, Pete Alonso, Josh Bell, Ronald Acuna Jr., Carlos Santana, and Vlad Guerrero Jr., which I think is fantastic. Um, It looks like we've got... Alex Bregman, Jock Peterson, um, maybe, I don't know. Oh, maybe those are the other two they added. Um, kind of bummed that, uh, Daniel Vogelback isn't in there. The dude likes to crush homers. Um, but we'll see what happens there. Is my phone going? My phone's just losing it over here. Um, oh, that's just an update. We'll go over a little bit in a minute about soccer, but not a bad, I don't think it's a bad field. I mean, if we, if we, they've got it all broken down here on the MLB's website. Christian Yelich has 31 homers this year. Pete Alonso for the Mets has 28 home runs. Josh Bell for the Pirates with 25 homers. Alex Bregman with 22. Jock Peterson with 20 homers. Ronald Acuna with 20 homers. Carlos Santana with 18. And Vlad Guerrero only has Vlad Guerrero Jr., I should say, uh, only has eight. But <clears throat> I am very excited to see um, Vlad Guerrero Jr. in this. He's 20 years old, and so he's a, and 114 days. 
He's 116 days younger than Ken Griffey was for the 1990 showcase. So he is very young, and he can crush the ball. I don't know if you've ever seen him hit the ball, but he hits the ball well. Um, so it's it's an interesting field. I think if I'm going to throw my money behind anybody, I'm gonna. It's either going to be Ronald Acuna, Jr. or Christian Yelich. To be honest, those are my two picks. Um, we'll see what happens though. But all star lineups are out too. We'll talk about that. Um, let's see who's in the all star game. Um, you have pitchers for the National League. Give Sandy Alcantara. I apologize if I butcher names. Uh, Walker Bueller for the L.A. Dodgers. Uh, Luis Castillo from the Cincinnati Reds. With, oh, and it's got there. Um, so Sandy Alcantara, first all-star appearance. Walker Bueller, um, first all-star appearance. You've got Luis Castillo. He's a pitcher. Cincinnati, first all-star appearance. Jacob deGrom, of course, from the New York Mets. Third appearance. Zach Greinke is making his sixth appearance. Um, Josh Hader from Milwaukee is making his second appearance. Of course, the, the man Clayton Kershaw, eighth appearance. Uh, Hyunjin Ryu from the LA Dodgers is making his first. Max Scherzer from Washington is seventh. Will Smith from San Francisco is first. Mike Sorka from Atlanta his first. Kirby Yates is first. And then you go into catchers. I'm not going to give all the years now. That's a lot to do. Uh, the starter is going to be Wilson Contreras from the Chicago Cubs. You got backups. You got Yasmani Grandal from Min- Milwaukee. And you have JT Realmuto from Philadelphia. Uh, starting first baseman is Freddie Freeman. Uh, reserves are going to be Pete Alonso and Josh Bell. So two guys in the home run derby are going to be reserves. Most of these guys will probably end up playing at some point. Um, the second baseman, you've got Cattell Marte. This makes me sad because Cattell was a former Mariner. And he should have stayed a Mariner. I'm still bitter. Uh, Mike Moustakis will be the reserve. That kind of is is an interesting one. That Cattell Marte is the starting second baseman over Mike Moustakis. I don't know why, but there's a reason. Probably because of votes. Starting shortstop, this is a no-brainer for the National League. Javier Baez. Uh, and the reserves are Paul DeJong De Jong and Trevor Story. He's from Colorado. Way to go, Trevor Story. Uh, third baseman, the man. Nolan Arenado. I love Nolan Arenado. And then his reserves are Chris Bryant from Chicago and Anthony Rendon from Washington, the Nationals. Starting outfielders are Christian Yelich from Milwaukee, Cody Bellinger from the Dodgers, and Ronald Acuna Jr. from the Atlanta Braves. The reserves are Charlie Blackman from the Colorado Rockies, David Dahl from the Colorado Rockies, and Jeff McNeil from the New York Mets. I'm excited to see lots of Colorado Rockies players on this roster. Um, and then we move to the American League. We have pitchers, Araldis Chapman from New York, from the Yankees, Jose Barrios from Minnesota. He's the second injury replacement. Um, Garrett Cole from Houston. You've got Luis Giolito from the White Sox. You have Shane Green from Detroit. You have Brad Hand from Cleveland. Uh, John Means from Baltimore, Mike Miner, Charlie Morton from Tampa Bay, Jake Odorizzi from the Minnesota Twins. You have Ryan Presley from the Houston, from Houston, Marcus Stroman from Toronto, and Justin Verlander from the Astros. And then starting catcher is going to be Gary Sanchez, and the reserve is James McCann 
there's no team for James McCann, so we'll see what happens. First baseman is Carlos Santana from Cleveland, and the reserves are Jose Abreu from the White Sox and Daniel Vogelback from the Seattle Mariners. Heck yeah. Uh, way to go, Daniel Vogelback. I'm very excited. Starting second baseman is DJ LeMahieu for the New York Yankees. Uh, reserves are Tommy LaStella from the Angels and Brandon Lowe from the Tampa Bay uh, Rays. You have the shortstops Jorge, Jorge Polanco from Minnesota, and then Francisco Lindor and Xander Bogarts. Third baseman is Alex Bregman, and the reserve is Matt Chapman. And outfielders Mike Trout from the Angels, George Springer from the Astros, Michael Brantley from the Astros, and the reserves are Mookie Betts from Boston. Joey Gallo from the Texas Rangers, Austin Meadows from Tampa Bay, and Whit Merrifield from Kansas City. The designated hitters are J.D. Martinez, because the American League only has designated hitters. Um, yes, so that's going to be a breakdown of that. So that starts next Tuesday. Um, and to kind of talk about and wrap it up, we're going to talk a little bit about the standings here for everything. Um, your le- your leaders in the American League are the New York Yankees in the East, the Twins in the Central, um, the Houston Astros in the West. Mariners are unfortunately in last place in the West. Um, and in the National League East, you have the Braves. Central, you have the Brewers. They're up a game up on the Cubs. Um, in the West, you have the Los Angeles Dodgers with the Rockies in second. They're 13 games back. So it's kind of anybody's season right now. Um, I'm still, you know, there's still a chance for the Mariners to turn it around. There's still a chance for the Rockies to turn it around. Um, so all you can do is hope and pray that they can turn it around. Well, do I think they'll turn it around? I hope so. But there's not a good chance. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, let's look at NBA talk now. Moving into the NBA, because I am an NBA aficionado. I follow the NBA religiously. Um, just to bring something up, yesterday was the 11th anniversary of the Seattle Sonics being stolen from Seattle and moved to Oklahoma City. Um, as you can tell in my voice, I'm still very, very bitter about this. Um, it's one of the saddest things to ever happen. To me, I think. Um, I've never gotten over it. There's a hole in my heart that used to be there for the Sonics, and it's still there, and it, and it cries every night. Every night I cry. I don't really cry at all. <clears throat> I'm just bummed out. Um, but, you know, we like to think that there's a curse on the Oklahoma City Thunder. They have yet to win an a-, a championship, and I think the fans in Oklahoma City are getting a little restless. But we'll see what happens. Um... So that's that's one thing. But let's take a look kind of at the NBA free agency. We had some big ones right away. Um, Kevin Durant goes to... I'm going to have to go way back here. Way, 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 way back. We're going to just kind of run down this list here. Um, we went too far here. Because um, the free agent Pierce thing started... Just last week, I think. Um, as you can see, I totally pay attention to basketball a lot. I know that uh, the Trailblazers have traded some players away. We'll talk about that. Come on, just get me to the part where I can see where everybody has signed. Um, 
Doo-doo-doo. Oh, the Los Angeles Lakers got um, Anthony Davis in a trade. Lonzo Ball left L.A. Good for him. Um, uh, Clay Thompson's gonna got is going to get. Um, I think this is actually official. He got five years, one hundred ninety million dollars. Um, Kawhi Leonard was headed to talk to the Lakers. I know that happened. Um, let's see where things kind of kick off here. I'm totally not prepared. Uh, free agent Kyrie Irving is meeting with the Brooklyn Nets. He signed. I think he did get his four-year, $141 million deal. Um, when was Sunday? I forgot. Was it the 30th? Yeah, it was the 30th. We've got to be in the 30th. So the Dallas Mavericks, they signed Dwight Powell. Um, Jonas Valenciunas. He's expected, it looks like expected to commit to the, this is all Sunday, by the way. Um, free agency opened at six. Okay. So now we're kind of into the thing. So free agent guard JJ Redick has a two year deal with, uh, 26 and a half million to go to the Pelicans. Uh, Kemba Walker signed a four year, $141 million max contract to go to the Boston Celtics. That was a cool move. Uh, Chris Middleton gets five years, $178 million deal to return to the Bucks. Um, so that's another pickup. Harrison Barnes gets a four-year, $85 million deal to stay with the Kings. Uh, Derek Rose has signed a two-year, $15 million deal to join the Pistons. He was with the T-Wolves. Uh, free agent center Valencia Unis, we talked about him, four years, or three years, $45 million dollars. Uh, to the Memphis Grizzlies. Gerald Green returned to the Houston Rockets on a one-year deal. We're just going to go over this quickly. Um, The Philadelphia 76ers were working on an extension with Ben Simmons. All of this happened on Sunday, like within, you know, very quickly. Uh, Terrence Ross is going to return to the Orlando Magic for four years, $54 million. The Pelicans signed a EuroLeague forward, Nicolo Melli, a two-year $8 million deal. Um, let's see, Kawhi Leonard, he hasn't made up his mind yet on Sunday, Bojan Bogdanovic, I can't say his name, four-year, $73 million deal with the Utah Jazz, Um, the Milwaukee Bucks traded Malcolm Brogdon to the Indiana Pacers for a first-round pick and two future second-round picks, that was a a big deal there, too, Adrian Wojnarowski, he's, he's like the man for NBA, um, and Bog- Brogdon got a four-year, $85 million deal with Indiana. The Pacers then signed Jeremy Lamb. Um, let's see. Kristaps Porzingis gets five years, $158 million max deal with the Mavericks. So he was kind of up in the air, I know, for a while. And I think that's a big move. Dallas Mavericks need somebody like him with uh, Dirk Nowitzki kind of uh, going away from... Uh, and basically retiring, but Porzingis did miss all of last season. He was rehabbing his torn ACL, and he was also traded to the from the Knicks to um to Dallas. Um, Rodney Hood gets two years to go to the back to the Trailblazers. Ricky Rubio, uh, three years, fifty one million dollar. He goes from the Jazz to the Suns. Uh, Tobias Harris. This was one that kind of kind of threw me off. I mean. I think Tobias Harris is good, but do I think he's worth five million, one hundred eighty-five years, one hundred eighty million? I don't think so. 
but that's that's just me, you know. Uh, but good for the 76ers picking him up. Um, the New York Knicks failed miserably to get Kevin Durant. We'll talk about that in a little in here in a few minutes. Um, we're just kind of Julius Randle gets a three-year deal with the, the Knicks. Uh, Taj Gibson goes to the Knicks for two years, $20 million. Uh, the Miami Heat, and this actually did end up happening. They got a sign and trade with Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler went to the Heat from the 76ers. Um, the 76ers then gave a four-year deal, $109 million to, uh, for to, to power forward Al Horford from Boston. Um, the Pacers got, or Thaddeus Young from the Bulls went to the Pacers, or no, sorry, Thaddeus Young went from the Pacers to the Bulls. Um, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, um, cause the, the, the Brooklyn Nets had signed Kevin Durant. I believe he got a ton of money at that point. Um, Kyrie Irving then signed with the Nets four year, $40 million de- deal. Um, or wait, they got Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, which I don't have the full number. Then DeAndre Jordan signs, uh, $40 million. And the Utah Jazz got Ed Davis, New Orleans Noel did something with the Oklahoma City Thunder. I really don't care because it's the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, there's just a lot of things that happened. Golden State and Brooklyn Nets have a sign and trade on D'Angelo Russell. He goes to Golden State, $117 million. Um, let's see. that. I mean, there, there's a lot of things that happen. Uh, Seth Curry leaves Portland and goes to Dallas. Um, the Miami Heat trade Hassan Whiteside to Portland for Mo Harkless and Myers Leonard. That actually happened. Um, Clay Thompson. Here's where we get this. Clay Thompson gets 190 million for for five years. Um, I mean, there was just a lot of things. Enos Cantor leaves Portland and goes to Boston. Um, I mean, I'm trying to get through all the good stuff here because there's just a lot of good stuff. Um, Paul Gasol is trying to come back. Uh, Isaiah Thomas gets a one-year deal with the Washington Wizards. Um, then, of course, the 76ers give a max contract to Ben Simmons, offer him one at least. Um, Willie Cauley-Stein signs with, signs with the Golden State Warriors. I can't talk today. I apologize. Uh, free agent Emmanuel Moutier goes to the Jazz, which the Jazz did some pretty good pickups. I'm, I, you know, they could be a team to watch. Uh, the Grizzlies trade Chandler Parsons to the Hawks for Solomon Hill and Miles Plumlee. Uh, Boban, Boban Marjanovic has agreed to a two-year seven, you know, agrees to a two-year seven million dollar deal with the Mavs. The Mavs get some more um, depth. Um, Kyle Korver got traded from the Grizzlies. And then he got caught today. Um, let's see what else. Yep, that's basically everything. I mean, that's everything that's important that you need to know about. Um, so, basically, that was that for the NBA. I mean, that's a lot to cover. It's. I mean, we're still waiting on Kawhi to tell us where he went. We're still unsure. We still don't know. Um, but... That's I mean that's where we're at right now. There's a lot of money going on in the NBA. I thought I heard somewhere they gave out like in one day they gave out like a billion dollars in contracts or something like that. 
which is insane to me. A billion dollars is a lot of money. Um, but uh, we'll kind of we'll kind of transition now to my favorite, one of my favorite sports, and that is cricket. No, I'm kidding. It's uh, it's soccer. Um, the my beloved Sounders today went into New York, NYCFC, and uh, pretty much got our butts handed to us. Um, and let's look at, see, cause we're missing a few players on our team. Um, we're missing our main striker, Jordan Morris. He's out. We're missing Raul Roy Diaz. We're missing Nico Ladero. All of these guys are away on international duty. Um, you know, it was, it was, it was not fun, but so basically our starting lineup was Stefan Fry, uh, Xavier Ariaga, one of our new guys we brought in, uh, Kim Kihi. Uh, knew who came in for Kevin Lerdom, uh, Saad Abdul Salam, Harry Ship, Alex Roldan, Jordi Delem. Um, of course, in the attacking was Justin Dillon, who we just signed from Tacoma Defiance. We also had Alfonso Ocampo Chavez. He's very young, too, very good. Joven Jones and Harry Wingo and Victor Rodriguez. Um, so it was not, it was not a great game. NYCFC had 62% of the possession. Um, they also committed more fouls, and we had two yellow cards. Um, how many shots did we have? I want to know. Oh, we had 14 shots on goal. Um, so not not super great, uh, but we had a 3-0 loss. So that doesn't really help us. Uh, I mean, it keeps us in third in Major League Soccer terms of things. Um, as long as we're ahead of the Vancouver Whitecaps and the Portland Timbers, I'm a happy camper. We did get three points against Vancouver on a late goal from Kevin Lerdom a couple days ago. So that's that's always good, and we should be getting some guys back here hopefully soon. Um, we might not get Rui Diaz back right away because Peru won against Chile, and now they have to play Brazil in the Copa America final. Um, and we're coming down to a couple finals. You know, Right now we're in a delay for the CONCACAF Gold Cup. I talked a little bit about that. Um, on the last show, but the U.S. is up 1-0 on Jamaica after a beautiful goal by Weston McKinney. Um, I think that final is also on Sunday. Um, There was a little bit of controversy yesterday. Haiti was a team that was not projected to do very well in this tournament. They got all the way to the semis, and they got robbed on what I think is a bogus call, um, bogus penalty call. The ref never gave an explanation, which I think is absolutely unacceptable. Um, There was no foul at all, I believe, and I think that it was awarded because, well, I'm biased because I think Mexico, without Mexico in the final, the CONCACAF doesn't see it as a success. That's my understanding. I wish Haiti would have made it in. Um, I think it would have made for a good one. But the U.S. does lead right now. Jamaica 1-0. They'll play the winner. They play Mexico in the final. And other soccer, Women's World Cup, we did have another final today. Um, we had, let's look at the scores. I'll tell you the scores, unless you watch the game. Uh, we had a semifinal yesterday, and that was England and the United States. Um, U.S. got off to a hot start. Christine Press with a phenomenal header. Uh, to get the game kicked off, and then in the 10th minute, nine, minute nine, 9 minutes later in the 19th minute, Ellen White for England uh, hit a beautiful, I mean, it was beautiful. She played it right off the end of her foot on a cross, and it just, there's nothing the goalkeeper could do. 
Um, and then later in the first half, Alex Morgan got her goal, um, which tied her up for the Golden Boot. She needs one more to basically be the Golden Boot winner, so hopefully she gets a goal Sunday. Um, and then England got lost a player in the 86th minute with a red card, but it was a tough game. Um, there was a penalty called, and then VAR ruled it a penalty. England took it, stepped up to take the penalty, and it was saved by the U.S. It was awesome. I was at a watch party. I may have yelled really loud. I may have got really excited in front of people I didn't know, and that's okay. That's what soccer is about, getting excited in front of people you don't know because they're all fans together. Everybody else got really excited too. So, <laughs> um, And then today we had the second semifinal, and that was Sweden and the Netherlands. And the Netherlands came out victorious in the 99th minute. They got a win. They got a goal, held out for the rest of the 120 minutes, and they will take on on Sunday, the seventh, the United States, who will be the home team um, in this game against the Netherlands. And it should be basically a home game for the United States because most every game they've had there has had more U.S. fans. I think except the French game. I think it was pretty even. But this is why it's great to be an American right now. We have two soccer clubs, both pursuing finals right now, both pursuing, I mean, if the U.S. men's team can win tonight, they'll be pursuing a final in the Gold Cup, which I think is big for them after the huge debacle that was the World Cup qualifying um, last year. And then, you know, the U.S. seeking their fourth uh, women's World Cup title, which would be phenomenal. Um, So I think, you know, now... Get behind these teams, Get by, especially get behind the women's team. You may not like soccer, but watch these women play for the U.S. They are phenomenal soccer players. You need to, or football, whatever you call a sport. I mean, phenomenal things are happening. And this Netherlands team is very, very good. They have won a lot of, they won a lot of their, I think they won every single one of their group games. So this, I mean, this final deserves to be watched. There's also a third place game. On the 6th, which will be England, third and fourth place game, which is England and Sweden. Um, so we'll see who wins that one. But it's a good time to be a soccer fan right now in the United States, I think. Um, the men haven't played great, but the women have played phenomenal. So that's something. Jump in. Start watching. Um, we're still in delay um, at the uh, Gold Cup game. So we'll see what happens. But as of right now... It is 1-0 to the United States, so I'll wrap the show up with that. Um, kind of a Colonels update. I went to a game on Monday. They won. There were two dingers hit, one by the other team, one by the Colonels. It was fun. I had a great time. I'm going again, I believe, on the 11th, um, or the no, 15th, and I'm going to go watch them play Lansing Lugnuts, so, um, which I think is a fantastic, a fantastic name for minor league teams. Like I said, minor league baseball teams have... Some great nicknames. Just go on the website, MILB.com, I think it is, and just look at some of the team names. They're fantastic. Um, But with that said, that is all I have uh, for you today. And just watch some soccer this weekend, whether it's the Gold Cup final, whether it's the... Which I think the Gold Cup final is on Sunday as well, too. Uh, which I'm gonna look that up real fast, just so uh, just so I can make sure I tell you the right thing. Um, let's see, go to the seventh here. Yeah, it'll be at, at eight o'clock, eight, eight o'clock Central Time. So 
watch that game. Could be a big one. Uh, Mexico versus the winner of the U.S.-Jamaica game, uh, which has just kicked back off, it looks like. They're in the 16th minute, so unfortunately I can't watch the game anymore because I canceled my YouTube TV subscription because it's just kind of expensive and it does it has a bunch of channels I don't watch. But uh, watch it. It'll be a good time. So uh, with that said, watch some sports. Uh, watch some soccer this weekend. Go watch a baseball game. Do something fun that relates to sports because that's what this podcast is all about is sports. I will see you next Tuesday uh, for real this time. So I will see you next Tuesday. Enjoy the rest of your week. Stay cool if you live in an area that's hot like it is here in the Midwest. It's really hot. Um, But until next week, have a good one. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. Yeah.